Just stop it. Welcome to episode, season two, episode 11 of I'm 40% Podcast. It's a queer Futurama podcast. We recap Futurama. We talk Futurama news with very exciting special guests. I am Nick Zahoya. I'm the producer. Everybody knows it. Um, This is my mother, Jinx. Jinx, say hello to the beautiful audience. Hi. That's it? (laughs) Well, you're just such a bad host. It's just like you stumbled in your intro and you didn't Someone even was redo it. while I was trying to talk. So that was probably a, a this, big part of it. This is my first Listen, time I'm meeting gonna intro- our guest. And if you embarrass me. Go ahead. Why don't you introduce the guest since you're such a good host. Today we have season 13. <laughs> and then I do the same thing. I do the same exact um today it is 13 though right it's 13 12 mom it's 12 12. where are we now 12 (laughs) yeah there's a lot of them (laughs) okay today we have a drag race superstar who is um very well known for um spitting up food into her own mouth she's a fan favorite and you know what maybe she's my favorite too let's see how this episode goes it's crystal method hi i think if i was your actual fave you would know where i was from but thank you so much i'm honored to be here where you were from i got the season wrong let's slow down where are you from where are you now i'm in missouri i'm still in springfield missouri Springfield, Springfield. Yeah. <laughs> but there are rumors, uh, Crystal, on the internet that you will maybe be moving to LA. I yeah, just heard rumor this. Yeah, has it. I'm moving next door <laughs> to Nick. Yes, across the hall from me. <laughs> Crystal is the new third co-host of I'm 40% Podcast. We're going to record in person from now on. Crystal, thank you for being here. <laughs> Do you like Futurama? Have you seen it before? I have seen it before. I used to watch it. Pretty frequently, but I haven't seen it in so long, so it's like exciting to get back into it. Yeah, and have you seen this episode? I have. Okay, okay. Yes, and Evil ben- Evil Bender, I very much remember. How old are you, Crystal? <laughs> I'm 30. Okay, okay. So we were all watching this show around the same time. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Sometimes when people are like, I watched it on my phone... In middle school, I'm like, how how am I supposed to access you right now? Um, <laughs> Crystal, Springfield, Missouri, um, what's motivating the move to L.A.? Besides um, just, you know, because everyone moves there. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I think it was kind of a little bit of, I, I was afraid to move during the pandemic because I was like, I own my home. And things were just complicated, um, you know? And now I think that I've waited it out and I've saved up some money. I feel Uh like I can go do it. And then if I lose all my money, I can still come back. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's really, a really smart. It's nice to have that safety net <laughs> yeah. of property equity. This is what 30-year-olds talk about, everyone. <laughs> this is what you talk about. We're all homeowners with smart investments. Um, that's at least the way it was portrayed on Sex in the City, right? You know, like um, <laughs> these women I, were living glamorous lives in their early 30s, um, as if like by 30, you should be the editor of a magazine already. <laughs> I never saw it. I only ever saw the movies one and two. Wow, you must have been lost. Wait, wait, what? No, you don't need to see the show to get it, Sex and I the understand City is like the people. Star Wars. I saw the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's inundated on us so much that we just know everything about everything without ever having actually watched it. Yeah, wow. I know I know I know all about the new show too. And I've never seen it. <laughs> We talk about Sex in the City a lot on this show, but it is a Futurama <laughs> podcast. And since Futurama is returning, we do have to get into our news segment. Good news, everyone! Okay, I know it said good news in the bumper, but it's still bad news. John DiMaggio is still holding out. <laughs> he's still not going to be part of the Futurama reboot. I However, thought you were going to say he's dead. <laughs> he died. <laughs> However, there is a new development. The studio was like, hey, we offered everyone, all the voice actors, the same rate. Everyone said yes, except for John DiMaggio. So it's his fault. John DiMaggio clapped back and said, I'm actually campaigning for everyone to get paid more. So John DiMaggio is a socialist icon. Thoughts? They really tried to shame him like that. They did. Yeah. Crystal, do you know who John DiMaggio is? <laughs> Which one is he? He's Bender, but he oh, okay. is currently well, then ha- not yeah, okay, going to okay. be in it. Unless I'm, things change. I mean, I guess I'm for it. <laughs> it's very gutsy, very bendery. It's yeah. actually a real bender move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool and I think I think they'll I think the studio will end up um giving in to John Tomaccio. If I he think... gets all of them paid more, he is an icon. I feel like this is similar to when OnlyFans was going to ban sexual content. <laughs> and people <laughs> put it on, they put it out there for everyone to know what was happening to OnlyFans. And um, social media people, the people inside the social media rioted <laughs> until OnlyFans went back on their decision. I think this is going to be the exact same situation. <laughs> Crystal, were you sad when OnlyFans was not going to be porn anymore? <laughs> was that only for like a day? Like a day like and a half. A yeah. Like everyone was really sad for a day, I remember. And then it went back, everything went back to normal. Sad, I like restarted my Just for horny. Fans account. I, I was so I mad. I don't think I was sad. I was just confused. I was like, I don't even understand what it would be used for then. I don't understand what Futurama would be without Bender. So let's get him back in there. We're all on record <laughs> as supporting Bender, our comrade. Okay, let's get into this episode. There is a cold open this week. There hasn't been for a while. It's an ad for arachnospores, <laughs> the deadly spore with the funny with the name. Funny name. <laughs> I love that it's not spores. They don't tell us what it's for. They just tell us that it's deadly. It's a deadly spore. I, I mean, with some of the shit we've seen in the future, I wouldn't be surprised if everyone just carried around a can of deadly spores <laughs> for the occasional. Um, uh, Chupanibre. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's a giant monster that lives in the sewer. 
You I think can that's see what the deadly it, spores are for? Like a mace? At least for as monsters? a defense. At least as a defense, you know? <laughs> Crystal, do you carry mace? <laughs> um, I have a little mace gun and it's like a little pink gun. Like a bar- it looks like a Barbie toy. You should uh, rhinestone it as well. You could take it on the runway. <laughs> uh, we have a Chiron. <laughs> I don't have mace, um, but I have been mace. <laughs> What? Why? I never have. No, I wasn't. I haven't been maced, but um, all my experiences with mace is that someone who has mace for protection accidentally sets it off, and all of their friends and loved ones suffer for like two hours. <laughs> That's my only experience with mace, <laughs> and it wasn't me who set it off. I promise. <laughs> we get into the opening theme song. There's a Chiron. The Chiron this week is the show that watches back. I thought this was very funny, very meta. This is what I want out of my Chirons. I give, I give it, it five, five out, out of five, five Chirons. Chirons. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we get into the planet expl- uh, planet. <laughs> you got me all flustered. The planet express. We go to the planet express office. Leela and Bender and Fry are watching Cop Department, uh, the future <laughs> equivalent of Cops. <laughs> Did anyone ever end up watching Cops when they were a teenager and it was like two in the morning? Cops. I watched Cops quite a bit for a child, and um, <laughs> and anytime I had experiences with cops at my house, which happened a few times in childhood as well, I would ask the cops, are we going to be on Cops? And they said, <laughs> we don't work with that show. <laughs> wow, she's been hungry for stardom, even in, her, even in her youth. And I'll take it however I can get it. Cops? the future cops are responding to a domestic disturbance there's like a drunk centipede and he's in (laughs) typical cops character outfit of a white tank top (laughs) and he's belligerent and his face is blurred and they've showed up because he's like shot a laser gun into the upstairs um (laughs) crystal (laughs) immediate response to seeing a giant talking um centipede i believe it's a centipede yeah um i don't even know i didn't even think anything of it (laughs) that's just commonplace for you it's just normal that's kind of what everyone looks like here in missouri (laughs) so you didn't have any thoughts when the wife centipede came in and she was holding like 20 babies she had all the babies in all her arms i thought that was so cute Did she have curlers in her pincers? I can't. I think she. Remember. Yeah, she was like she had a face mask and some curlers. I believe she was taking care of her skin. She also uh, seems kind of like nonplussed about the whole thing. This has happened before in this household. Pretty regularly. <laughs> um, it's punctuated by the cops telling the centipede to unblur his face. We learned that it was not a graphic. That's just something this centipede creature can do. Um, oh, there's also um, Leela says, ben, Bender, aren't you on this episode? And he says, no, this week I'm on uh, caught on camera for what I did in the coffee pot. And Fry spits out the coffee. Now, here's the thing. Bender doesn't have a penis or a butt. <laughs> like, Fry spits out that coffee. <laughs> well, he has a shiny metal ass, but he doesn't have an anus and a sphincter. He doesn't create... 
waste and the way I'm that sorry, Fry Crystal, spits I don't know up- if you've heard this show before. <laughs> Most of it is talking about which characters have anuses and which don't. Yeah. <laughs> this is a new segment. <laughs> no, it's I'm just like to allow this. Fry spits out the coffee. What does he think, Bender? You know, because that the whole gag, the whole gag of something's been done to the coffee, like. That trope is generally about someone peeing in the coffee or pooping in the coffee. Like, what is what does Fry think Bender has done to the coffee? Fucked it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I imagine he, like, still has fluids of some kind that he could, like, unscrew his finger. His coolant, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) He would cool it. And Fry, how long... Okay. Is that a funny prank for robots? Okay, we're getting too hung up on this. <laughs> Did um, he like? <laughs> we cut to a commercial. We cut to a commercial. The commercial says, "In today's hectic, uh, is today's hectic lifestyle making you tense and impatient?" And Bender screams, "Shut up and get to the point!" <laughs> and it's an ad for a, a, a an amusement park slash Ren fair situation called Pasto Rama. Where you can go <laughs> I get and it. see many historical <laughs> inaccuracies. Because the show's called Futurama. Yes. Um, was, and they s- did you get that joke? <laughs> <laughs> and they say located on the former site of Brooklyn, which is uh, <laughs> in the future. I guess Brooklyn didn't make it. I guess they're always in Manhattan. So Miranda got, was killed. He <laughs> got bought out. Miranda lives in Brooklyn. I don't know if that came up in the movies, Crystal. <laughs> I think I heard people complaining that she was still taking the subway or something. <laughs> yeah, she's very well-to-do. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Maybe she could... Because she tries to keep it real. Well, maybe it's just like, you know, it's better for the environment to take mass transit. And she is kind of a uh, uh, a lefty activist. <laughs> and just like that. <laughs> Um they decide to go they go to Pasto Rama. Pasto Rama has a Chiron of its own. It says it's the boom, which I think is funny because whenever we try and do like an impression of past people and the way they talked, I feel like we're we're wildly off. And we don't know it because we can't go back and listen to well, those people. It's like one of those things where, like, the most broadest thing we know about how people talked in the past is like thou and thy, and then everyone thinks it's so goddamn funny to be like, "Wouldst thouest handeth me the hareth brusheth?" You know, like that's stupid. That joke's tired. Uh, <laughs> this one's just like more succinct and to the point (laughs) very well did Um, that make any sense (laughs) (laughs) like it really pissed off when people do that joke or when people do the um try to like someone says ballet and then they like poorly make ballet arms and make the face like why does that make you mad it's one of my biggest pet peeves it's one of my biggest pet peeves it's not about being a dancer it's about being a comedian i'm so sick of tired jokes (laughs) crystal you are known as the dancing diva have you ever done any ballet um, yeah, I feel personally attacked. Normally, that's exactly how I do ballet. So, how many uh, years did you dance? 
Oh, I've never had a lesson. Oh. She's danced her whole life. She's danced all 30 years. I had someone to talk to about the days at the bar. Most of your body is disappearing in the I know. I have a green screen. I'm looking at it, but it is inaccessible to me right now. (laughs) Fry, they're walking down the street. Fry gets mugged and he thinks it's part of the... Uh, the I don't know entertainment, the street entertainers. <laughs> yeah, as I take a picture Rama. of me getting mugged. Yeah, <laughs> of me getting mugged, <laughs> and then he steals the camera as well, which I thought was good. He steals everything and runs off, and Bender just goes, "Learning is fun." <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm lucky enough to say I've never been mugged. Has anyone been mugged? I haven't been mugged, but I have been pickpocketed. <gasps> really? Yes. Victoria was queen, and I was at the <laughs> street fair listening to someone sing about a miracle elixir. <laughs> no, I got pickpocketed in London. Um, I was very drunk. I was singing um, Lady Gaga's uh, Shallow, walking down. <laughs> oh, so this was recent. <laughs> <laughs> it was like right before I quit drinking. Um, I was with two other friends. We were very drunk. We ba- we all like body slammed into a big group of people who kind of like crashed into us on the street. And we all thought, oh, we're all drunk. Ha 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 ha. We all crashed into each other and we all laughed it off and kept walking. And then I put my hand in my pocket and my phone and wallet were gone. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was just pickpocketed and I was so drunk it took so long (laughs) for everything to make sense. And then we retraced our steps and tried to find it just in case I dropped it. But no, full on, full blown pickpocketing. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Crystal? I've never been violated like that. Um, the only time I've ever been stolen from, I think it was, may- maybe I was asking for it. It was like my backpack was in the back seat of my car and I didn't lock the car. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. When you, you can't said- do that when you move to LA, you got to hide all your stuff. You got to hide <laughs> gotta- it under the, <laughs> under the seat in the center console. When people walk into your apartment, it should look like nobody has ever lived there. Hide all your stuff. (laughs) Um, A man in colonial garb is (laughs) leading a tour for the tourists of the future. And he says, uh, he refers to an ancient tablet that is yet to be deciphered. And it's a very long parking sign, which is relatable. Yeah, very relatable because I just got a parking ticket. No. <laughs> Wait. And they are that long, and the text is so little. It's very confusing. Where were you parked? What did you do? <laughs> I, I'm having to, to say that are you gonna I was given the it? ticket and it wasn't okay. The parking sign said no parking on Tuesdays from 10, 8 to 10. And I was there on a Monday at 4. What? Why did they so, give you a ticket? I don't know, but it Had really was my car. <laughs> is the license plate and everything i don't know i don't know you should contest it i will show up as a character witness if need be um, i did ha- it online but the city Call- of la has 240 days to get back to me and then it's my <laughs> responsibility to ask again so this happened in your new home that. in your new home you were <laughs> harassed by the parking police already 
Okay. Um, they well, hunting's dangerous. <laughs> Bender uh, tries to use a suicide booth because he's bored. Fry says, uh, "That's no, not a suicide it booth. Where it's a Bender phone booth." Bender says, "Well, I sure am having a good time with my best pals here." Oh, look, a suicide booth. <laughs> See you later. Like, <laughs> um, that's a joke that Karen Walker would do a lot on Will and Grace. Is she'd um, fill everyone with compliments and say, like, I am just so happy that on this night I'm sharing this time with these friends of mine who are like family to me. Oh, look, better people. And then run off. <laughs> it's a we good, do love it's, Karen. It's a good joke. It's, it's a, a good, good joke. Bet. A classic. Suicide takes it to an extreme. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fry says that's not a suicide booth. It's a phone booth. Leela says, what are they used for? Fry says, in New York, bathrooms. And then Leela goes to pee in the phone booth. (laughs) Pee, I hope. (laughs) But we know what a phone booth is. And Matt, what is Leela going to think when she walks in there? (laughs) She's just going to be like, oh, this is what they did in the past. She's going to pee in the corner, do you think? Okay. Okay. No one's using it as a phone booth, I don't think. It's probably sticky. (laughs) Sticky with pee. Um, they go to the subway. Uh, but here, but wait, here's the thing, though, is that this is an amusement park. <laughs> and Do you think it's actually an amusement park, or did they just preserve part no, of old it, Brooklyn? I think it's an amusement park. Do you, I mean, we glossed over the commercial, but they were like, come live in the year 2000, and it's like Albert Einstein and Desmond Tutu <laughs> in a... In a Hot air balloon. <laughs> One of them says dynamite. dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> like they have no idea. And furthermore, they weren't expecting someone from the year two thousand to have been frozen alive and like going to their theme park. So, but aside from all the inaccuracies, like. Fry is the one who knows that people used to pee in <laughs> phone booths. I'm sure this is the first time this has ever happened at the um, amusement park. And I just feel bad for everyone on shift that day. <laughs> They're going to have Crystal, to clean up pee for the first time. <laughs> Crystal, are you a Disney gay? Are you going to be going to Disney a lot when you move here? Um, I've been to Disney World a couple times. <laughs> Oh, I want to go to Disneyland, but yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I'm a Disney gay. I saw Encanto. <laughs> what does that mean? That's kind of you're kind of a Disney gay, then. Yeah, <laughs> I watch all the Disney movies, but I'm not a Disney gay. A Disney gay is like the Mormon of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you a goody two shoes, or do you, or do you do a lot of fucking? <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like both. <laughs> Would you hop a turnstile? Would you do that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Tight. Tight. Oh, but like you know, sometimes you don't have change or whatever. It's fine. You gotta. I have never broken the law. <laughs> Not true. Um, they are in the subway. Uh, Leela says, what is this? Another bathroom. Fry takes a nap and it's, I don't know, it's kind of funny. He says Due it's to a the free apartment. Huh, yeah, it's a moving apartment with no rent. <laughs> <laughs> and then he takes a nap using a newspaper as a blanket and he goes, Rah! 
when <laughs> Leela tries to move. <laughs> um, there's a oh, tomb of Al Sharpton, whatever. That was funny. But what I think is funny is they go to a like uh, a museum that's explaining the origin of cars. And he says the automobile was the announcer goes the automobile was made by primitive robots, <laughs> and we see a bunch of normal looking robots in caveman outfits going ooga booga booga, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is a, a nice dumb joke. It is a good dumb joke, but here's the thing that confuses me: <laughs> in the future, almost everything is robots. So are these primitive like? robotic robots are they sentient like other robots are in the future or are they literally just automatons because like every time there's an automaton eventually it talks and and proves that it has like a consciousness (laughs) oh yeah i don't know then i imagine it's like the it's a small world right and they're just little yeah, but toys. in the future, does that mean they're just robot actors pretending to be small toys? Yeah, I think they're day players. I think they're I think they're in SAG-AFTRA. Because when we were on the moon, they go on the little moon ride, and there's the automated things, but Bender it's went true. to college with one of it. <laughs> no, I think you're onto something, Jinx. These, these robots are actors. They're thespians. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just glad... I'm glad we came to a consensus on that. Fry makes a creepy joke about peeping on his neighbor. <laughs> but I will say, okay, I'm not saying what Fry did was okay. But I will say, sometimes I change with my window open. And if people see, I don't necessarily care. If I cared that much, I would close the, the curtains. Thoughts? <laughs> You're on the there's street an old gay level. Man, there's an old gay man who lives across from me, across the alley, and I don't. I, I hope he gets a little peek. Oh, like <laughs> you're welcome. Look at yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, Look I press this. my I press my nipples up against the window, <laughs> and I lick the glass, and I say, "How you doing, sir?" My God, like you're such a treat, a feast of the senses. <laughs> I'm quite popular. In my room that I'm in right now, I kind of do that same thing. My drawer with my underwear is right by the window. And I'm like, if people see me walking in the alley, then just don't look up here. So be it. Do you um, search TMZ every day to see if you made it? (laughs) To see if I made it? No, I don't think anyone is looking for that. Um,. The creepy story, it does have a funny punchline. Leela says, Fry, what did I tell you about always ending your stories a sentence earlier? And I think I should actually get that soundbite for when Jinx tells long stories on this podcast. When do I do that? I think twice this episode. (laughs) I know, and I'm starting to get very self-conscious about it because I sometimes do it and I don't realize I'm doing it and then I look at the screen and everyone's faces are just blank staring at me and I feel so ashamed. Go on. Fry uh, decides to get in the car for some reason and he's stopped by a man that's dressed like, I don't know, a knight. And the guy <laughs> thinks that Fry's outfit is more ridiculous than his outfit. He's losing his goddamn mind over <laughs> Fry's outfit. And Fry wears this every day, so this is just people's perception of him is that and he it's is from wearing the, the most year ridiculous that they're portraying. thing. 
<laughs> I know, but they don't understand. They obviously don't understand. Well, he understands that it's an outfit from the past because that's why he <laughs> says, oh, you work here. But yes. he sees his outfit as more ridiculous than any of the other outfits in Pastorama. I know. I'm just saying that it's it's meta. There's a lot at stake here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fry says no one drove in New York. There was too much traffic. And then he crashes through a wall and he hits Bender or is it? Ooh. This oh my is God. sort of the main crux of the episode. We meet How long have we been talking looks... about just the, <laughs> the B plot? <laughs> <laughs> we meet Flexo. He looks just like Bender, but he has a little goatee that's made out of a magnet. <laughs> Or no, wait, that's in the future episodes. He just has a little goatee that's made out of metal. Don't worry about how it's there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do we think about Flexo? Um, He has the same voice as John DiMaggio. He he acts a lot like Bender. They're very similar. Um, Do you all have a uh, Flexo to your Bender? Jinx, maybe it's uh, Dela for you. I guess well, mine is Diabetti. I think it's Dia, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely has the goatee. Yeah, so she's the flexo. Jinx between you and, and Ben, who's the flexo? <laughs> I, no, I don't think it's me and Ben. I think I'm the flexo to like to like Varla Jean Merman or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I buy that. <laughs> we have been mistaken for each other from behind. <laughs> at the bathhouse um, Flexo is a real scamp his bit is uh, he'll say something really mean and then he'll be like ah nah I'm just kidding you you're great that's kind of his thing um, so I Bender do and like Flexo this hit recurring off. joke it's a funny joke yeah. um, Bender and Flexo go to a robot strip club together I don't understand why they go with Fry but Fry is there too well, because Fry and Bender have become super good buddies, and Bender and Flexo hitting it off immediately sets Fry against Flexo. He's yes. jealous. He feels insecure. He feels threatened. So, you know, that's what's at stake for the rest of the episode is Fry is like, you know, he's not given Flexo a chance. To be fair, though, like, Bender is programmed to be an asshole, and if there's two of them, I would just feel (laughs) ganged up on. (laughs) And not saying I wouldn't enjoy being ganged up on by the two uh, sexy robots. (laughs) Um, But, you know, Fry's in a rough place, so he probably invited himself to the strip club. Like, Bender, you could take me. I enjoy robot strippers. (laughs) I've definitely gone out to lady strip clubs with my straight friends, especially in Portland, because there's so many strip clubs there. It's like just a very normal thing you go out and do there. Um, Crystal, have you patronized a strip club? Have you tipped a lady? I've only (laughs) ever been to female strip clubs. There's not a lot of dude ones. There's like two in Portland and one of them's Mephi. So I just end up going up to the lady ones because sometimes they have nice food, especially in Portland. Yeah, they have good food. And I like the lady ones because I feel like then I can just be friends with them and they're not like. (laughs) creeped yeah. out by me and we're just having fun and we like the same music you're just on stage with them talking oh my gosh. talking about things <laughs> i used to frequent this one right by my house called soft tales um and sometimes the dancers would help 
teach me to do tricks if there weren't a lot of people. <laughs> and I did it until I got ringworm. Oh, and then no. I stopped getting on the pole. How does ringworm get in you? It just like got I, in your mouth? <laughs> I it was I think it was just my skin touched mm. the pole as like sweat. I don't know. They gotta uh, spray them down in between. Mm-hmm. Um in Portland, they make it sexy. The lady comes out and she sprays the, she sprays it down before she gets on, but she's like cleaning it all. Sexy. But it's sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have a lot to say, but I'm not gonna say all of it. But what I will say is, I think the strip club that Nick called Methy here in Portland, <laughs> I think it's gone through like a metamorphosis or it's like, uh, I heard something that it's like, you know, it's been updated or something, but I never go to that one. So I haven't seen it with my own eyes. But the other strip club, I'm not saying, calling any of these by names because I don't want anyone to sue me later. The other one's um, really nice. I like the other one. Yeah, and and the the strippers are very um friendly and dare I say cuddly? You know, like they just want to be like, "Hi, how was your day?" <laughs> I was at that strip club one time, and I thought one of the gentlemen was really hot, so I took him into the back room, which is just like a curtain, and he immediately like took out his dick, and I was like. <laughs> Am I supposed to touch it? Am I allowed to touch it? Is he telling me to touch it? And I didn't. And? I just no. I just I got nervous. I didn't do it. You just looked at it, and nodded. I just gave him twenty dollars and walked out awkwardly. <laughs> and <then he> left. <laughs> I have a very similar story in Toronto, and I won't tell all the details of this story. But best gonorrhea of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Like, one of those times where I got gonorrhea and I was like, I don't give a shit. It was worth it. (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) Um, There's a big stripper robot at the strip club. I, in like my mind, I thought it was going to be the Crushinator, but it's not. And I feel like this is a Petunia Kajigger Lady situation where I just sort of (laughs) thought they were the same character until I looked more critically but I love when um, Bender or Flexo says, uh, hey, give a lap dance to our buddy here. And she, this big hulking robot with like an electric head comes up and goes, Trust McNeil. Um, here's the thing, though, about this bit is when Fry, you know, trying to fit in, says, yeah, check out her exhaust. And they're like, they call her, call Fry a perv. <laughs> what is the, like, if the robots are, f- like, kind of modeled after humans, what could the exhaust possibly be? Like, what's visible on the human body that if you said, that's a nice that. I think it's obviously a butthole a joke. Yeah. Is it? Yes. The gas comes out You're of there. You're not a perv if you like buttholes. Buttholes are a big it's, part of the whole thing. It's 2002. <laughs> We're in a very regressive society where this cartoon was being made. My butthole is like my Also, as we see with the robots having sex, sometimes, they're not having penetrative <laughs> sex. They're like opening up each other's doors and moving wires around. So I guess it would be very perverse to like spend all your time on an exhaust pipe if you're a robot. (laughs) If you're not spending at least 40% of your time on my exhaust. (laughs) Uh, 
Fry gets squished by the big stripper robot. Um, he's nursing his wounds and he's talking to Leela and he's sharing his distrust of Flexo. Um, and j- right on cue, Flexo comes in and he opens his door and he says, hey, Fry, look at this. And a cloud of chlorine <laughs> flies into his face. <laughs> and he says, get it? It's poisonous. Um, are you a prankster, Crystal? Crystal. <laughs> I think so, yeah. What's a good prank you've played? <laughs> prank? I don't know. Um... <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> this was a fun prank you played on us. You said one you were a prankster. One of my favorite pranks that one of my friends did, and it wasn't me, um, was that after he got fired from a hamburger place, he hid a bunch of me in the air vents. <gasps> really good. Honestly, really good. <laughs> I never, I've never left on bad terms. <laughs> <laughs> when I um, stopped working at a retail place, I won't say the name of it. Um, there was a <laughs> thing where like they had slat walls to like hang accessories on. And then there was like a, a three inch gap in between like the wall and the slat wall. And I was like, if they ever fire me, I'm going to get a jug of milk and I'm going to throw it behind there. And it's going to take them years to find it. <laughs> Jug of milk. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Did you ever did you ever prank the uh, management when you were working at the Gap, Mom? You ever fuck with those corporate no. stooges? <laughs> no, I was just I just felt lucky to have found a job. <laughs> when you're when you're like when you're in college going to acting school, no one wants to hire you. <laughs> Crystal, I went and visited her at the Gap one time. I've never seen a more frantic salesperson. She was just running around folding things. And it's it looked like she wanted to scream, but she couldn't. It was it was a very intense energy. Well, we had to wear those little earpieces. There's always someone talking into your ear. <laughs> Jinx, can you go chunk the panties? We need you to chunk the panties, Jinx. Chunk the panties? I thought That's you misspoke. The term. What is chunk th- what does that mean? Means got ball them up. Getting all the panties of the same type together sized and chunking them <laughs> that doesn't mean anything oh, ch- okay you chunk them <laughs> it's like you know tidying up the panty display that's all when when people come through with their big greasy mitts grabbing fistfuls <laughs> of panties <laughs> throwing them into the air <laughs> everyone thinks fry is just jealous um, and the professor invites everyone into his bed to discuss <laughs> the next thing. And it's... No. Uh, I love the curtains. Oh, wouldn't that be glamorous to just have like a... <laughs> what do you call that when the curtains go around your bed? A canopy. Uh, a canopy bed. Ooh. Um. Okay, wait. So I'm just now thinking of this. We know that Planet Express crosses a lot of professional boundaries. <laughs> A lot of personal boundaries as well. But (laughs) is it like, are we to assume that everything that's happening now in history happened and then in the year 3000, somehow there's a big regression and everyone just goes back to being horrible? Because people are pretty horrible in the future, (laughs) in Futurama. Like, everyone's very mean. (laughs) People are pretty horrible and mean now. Okay. 
<laughs> I agree. You Solve got that. <laughs> that solved all of that. Um, we get a joke about it seems like the professor is showing off his massive dong, but it's actually <laughs> a uh, a single atom of jumbonium, and it's going to go on top of a a dime store tiara, and it's going to be the prize. The dime store tiara is my favorite detail. <laughs> um. I feel like this is like uh, I feel like this is like Sasha Velour's crowd. Didn't she get a crown in like the off year, and they tried to use a different person, and hers is like really plasticky. <laughs> That's what? a rumor I heard. <laughs> I heard that it was that parts of it did fall off or really? something. <laughs> did the jumbonium fall off? <laughs> yeah. Where, where do you hear these rumors? <laughs> I can't remember who told me where, that where one. Do you I heard pick this up recently. These rumors. If I, I don't hear L- it from the queen's mouth, I don't. <laughs> I, I live in Hollywood, baby. I'm it. fucking plugged in. I hear this shit. <laughs> um, there's a good joke. <laughs> Professor says, uh, it's so valuable. The nucleus alone is worth over $50,000. They say how much? He says $100,000, which is a very <laughs> funny way to do math. Um, Leela is uncomfortable discussing this in the professor's beds and she asks that they move somewhere else and we cut to them all crowded around the bathtub and professor is bathing himself <laughs> while talking about the atom. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And they need to hire extra security. So of course they hire Flexo because he's been hanging around. So, <laughs> And Fry doesn't want this to happen and tries to intervene and says, Flexo's great and all, but... And then the professor says, Flexo's great, you say? All right, it's decided. <laughs> Another good line. Um, they're talking about Miss Universe pageant and how it's outdated. <laughs> and uh, Amy says, all girls deep down want to be Miss Universe. And Leela says, not me. And Amy says, Maybe it was just cute girls. Um, here's the thing. Normally, I side with Leela when Amy's being, um, you know, an insensitive bitch to Leela and calling her like hulky and and smelly and not cute. She does it a lot to Leela. This is one time I'm on Amy's side because. Amy's talking about her experience with pageants and Leela's being a condescending bitch like right away. Um, so this is one time where I side with Amy, but that doesn't happen a lot when, when it comes to how, her treatment of Leela. Crystal? I kind of like that Amy bullies Leela. <laughs> Crystal, um, I know obviously you're a drag race girl. We all love you on drag what? race. What? <laughs> Have you or any of your uh, family ever done any of the pageants down there in the Missouri area? Okay, I've never done a pageant, but I really want to one day. And I was thinking maybe I'll just wait for Classique when you're like older. (laughs) And then I'll just rebrand to a pageant girl. Oh my God, that would be so fierce. Just old, glamorous Crystal. I want to see yeah. it. Old, glamorous <laughs> Crystal. Not you. I just want old, glamorous Crystal hanging from every like <laughs> light fixture in my house. Um, old, glamorous Crystal is my new favorite description of anything. <laughs> um, Leela warns that uh, there's going to be space banditos in the area. <laughs> so they have to keep a guard on the safe at all times. 
It's um, made of glass. It's a it's a glass safe. <laughs> well, it's clear. I don't. It might be like some sort of clear polymer. I don't know. Um, why was Fra- it clear? <laughs> so we could see it in there. <laughs> yeah, so we could see it in there. Fry doesn't want to trust Flexo for this job, so he keeps trying to like intervene. It turns out Flexo, having just been hired, already outranks Fry, so <laughs> all his pleas are ignored, and he decides he's going to guard Flexo while Flexo's guarding the. Jambonium, but then Fry is exhausted for his shift, falls asleep. Immediately falls asleep. This is all like I. This is like in between you though. <laughs> in between though, we get uh, the origin of probably the most famous Futurama meme, the one where Fry is squinting and looking uh, suspicious. <laughs> it's that one or or take my money now, Crystal. Have you seen the meme where it's like? I don't know if you're doing this or if yeah, it's this. Yeah, I, I did not even catch that that was the little <laughs> screen grab. Yes. <laughs> it's a very historic episode. <laughs> I, in my experience, um, the most used one is the shut up and take my money one. Yeah. You're probably right. I'm sorry. Um, you don't have to apologize. Um... Fry wakes up. <laughs> the jambonium is gone. Leela says, did you hear maracas? He says, no. And she then says, it then it wasn't space the bandidos. space bandidos. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so Leela suspects Flexo. She has finally come around to Fry's way of thinking. Okay, now here opens a whole bag of questions that I have. <laughs> All right, so they both suspect Flexo, but Fry is suspicious of the robot that is with them because he keeps having his like lower half of his face covered up. So in essence, he could be Flexo. And they lead the audience to believe that too with all these like funny things that Bender's doing that covers up the lower half of his face. But my question is, if we are supposed to suspect that Flexo is the one who stole the tiara but then he also decides to stay on the spaceship with them and disguise himself as Bender. Where else and is he going to go? He's got to ride, ride it there be? so that he can get off the ship and find a cellar. He's got to stay on the ship. Oh, I guess they're in space. <laughs> they are in space, Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. Okay, okay. I, I'll have but more questions later. he would have had to later. do something with Bender as well. Yeah, where's, like, if Fry thinks yeah. that's Flexo, where does he think Bender is? Okay, and if something's fair. missing and Bender's also missing, why isn't anyone going, maybe Bender stole it, if they think that's Flexo right there? It's just, there's a plot hole somewhere in here. I don't know exactly what it is, but something's not adding up. That dog won't hunt, Monsignor. <laughs> they lean so hard into the fake out. Um, we see Bender, maybe Flexo, saying, it appears Flexo has outwitted us all, especially me, Bender. Bender. See, they go the audience <laughs> into believing it, too. But what's funny is, there is times where Bender just says stuff like that. <laughs> well, I think me, Bender, becomes one of his catchphrases, and I think this is me, the origin of it. Bender. <laughs> He says it quite a lot. I think this is the first time. And it makes the most sense in this case. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, we gotta we gotta get to the pageant. Um, we're so far behind. <laughs> They're at the pageant. Look at all these weirdos. What do we think about these weird aliens? <laughs> Did we have a favorite? I like um, the smog lady. I like the gangster rapper. I like the woman who plays her own nose because it's a trumpet. Uh-huh. Um, the the pageant it's not unlike. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race, you know? <laughs> There's a bunch of pretty ladies competing for a crown. They all are unique and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're chasing what's whoever they think has stolen the TR. I can't remember who we think it is yet. Here's another question I have. Maybe you can help me answer this. Um if Flexo had stolen the tiara, as they're leading us to believe, why would he go to the place that the tiara was supposed to be delivered to? <laughs> like, nothing's adding up with this theory that Flexo stole the tiara. They just, it's its the magnetic beard. <laughs> they <laughs> imply to us, the audience, that if someone stole a tiara, they would then run to the place where it was meant to be to hide it. I don't know. We haven't mentioned the uh, host of this pageant. It's Bob Barker from The Price is Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Then the price of the atom goes up, does it not? (laughs) Yeah, because... I think that they guess what the atom costs and he says it's more than $200,000 at this point. And he says, you're the closest without going over. And he looks um, at Leela, who guessed 200000 So, which uh-huh. Yes, which is a Price is Right joke as well. <laughs> um, you know what? Maybe they like, maybe someone, maybe that was a typo and someone just never corrected it. They thought the audience would never see, like never pay enough attention that they realized <laughs> that that was two different numbers that they've now priced the atom at. <laughs> Um, we do see that the Crushinator is back and she is competing for, cause she won Miss Earth's Moon. She's which Miss is, Earth's Moon, which is just that hillbilly robot family. That's the only, <laughs> and the, the only and people amusement who live there, park. Yeah. Well, I guess the amusement park workers must live there. I don't know, they, they could commute. commute. <laughs> yeah, they might commute. It only took them 10 seconds to get to the moon. It's true. Okay, okay. Um... <laughs> The judges are <laughs> Zap Brannigan, uh, Calculon, and <laughs> Florp, <laughs> who is the comedian from the Water People Planet. Okay, okay. Zap Brannigan has no business being there. It is, um, he's assaulting these women, he's harassing <laughs> these women. Um, <laughs> get him out of there. Boycott the Miss Universe pageant until they replace Zap Brannigan. I mean, as a judge. Donald Trump owns Miss Universe. I know. Universe. I was thinking it seemed pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, they they charge onto stage. Um, Bender and Flexo are fighting, but they're choking each other so <laughs> they cannot see the neck area. And Leela says. I don't know which one to shoot. And Fry says, Flexo, shoot Flexo. <laughs> not not understanding what's going on. But they also uh, do a funny gag with them choking each other because they're both trying to, 
<laughs> they're, they're punching like, perfectly symmetrically. But you know, in gag. these situations where there's like a doppelganger, they're like, shoot him, he's flexo. Shoot him, he's flexo. What they say is, shoot him, he's choking me. No, shoot him, <laughs> he's choking me. <laughs> like, they don't try to pin <laughs> Um, anyway, it's very. We funny. briefly see the Amazonian. Uh, this is the <laughs> second Amazonian sighting before the Amazonian episode. Very surprising to me. Did you spot her, Crystal, the big sexy lady? I don't think I did. She was only there for a <laughs> second. <laughs> I was really looking for her. Um, Leela shoots the prop planets that are hanging from the ceiling. They fall. They knock Bender and Flexo down, and Bender's chest opens, and we see that he was the one who stole the atom. Bum, bum, bum. So I don't Bender's have that on my soundboard yet. So evil Bender? <laughs> Isn't that what he says? So Bender's the evil Bender? And Bender says something like, surprised, aren't you? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't write it down. Oh, well. You know, uh, very good But then Flexo, then. <laughs> Flexo ends up being arrested because Bob Barker really <laughs> haphazardly <laughs> misidentifies him to yeah, the police. Yeah, that looks like the guy. <laughs> Close enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> My favorite Bob Barker line in this episode is when he goes, you're garbage, human garbage. <laughs> Just the way he's delivered that line. Okay, go on. Uh, Leela is accidentally declared the winner of the pageant <laughs> and suddenly she likes pageants. Um, but it was just because uh, Zap Brannigan looked at her and said Leela. <laughs> and then I love Zap Brannigan's line when he says, <laughs> everyone's cheering for Leela and they're crowning her. And he goes, what? No, are you all stupid? <laughs> I'm still going mano y mano with this envelope. And then the winner ends up being, um, what's Miss her name? Miss Vega 4. Miss Vega 4. <laughs> She's a purple amoeba creature. And she did look sickening. She looked beautiful. And then Zap Brannigan sings one of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> There it is, Miss Universe. There it is, looking weird. <laughs> Are we supposed to believe that's the official song of the Miss Universe pageant? Or is that is. just Zap improving? <laughs> no, I think that was written down. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's strange that... Um, it's Miss Universe, but the winner's pronouns were it. Yeah, actually. <laughs> well, maybe it's like, um, maybe it's like Dragula, and it's like, hey, doesn't matter your drag character's <laughs> gender, come and compete. I think it's just like, I think it's their all-inclusive term for the wide spectrum of uh, uh, beings that could be competing at the Miss Universe. Yeah, There okay. could have been a robot... And even though you'd probably call a robot, I mean, they all call Bender by male pronouns, but they also sometimes refer to robots as object. I don't know. Um, I think it's just kind of like a boilerplate, like say it and you'll have your ass covered. <laughs> um, great. We're at the end of the episode and Jinx, I'll let you have this one because this is one of your favorite lines. And then we'll we'll move on to the Which finale one? questions. The radiator. Do it. <laughs> I just made out with that radiator girl from that radiator planet. Fry, that's just a radiator. Oh, is there a burn ward within 10 feet of here? <laughs> 10 feet. <laughs> but it's it's a good joke because every creature looks so wildly different than the other ones. Why wouldn't there just be a, a radiator creature? <laughs> 
Fry, fry, also, why fry. are they using radiators in the future? <laughs> like, a, I'm imagining like an old like Brooklyn like <laughs> gas radiator that's like attached to the wall. And how would the radiator give consent? <laughs> I think it. Didn't. That's a big question. Is Fry didn't <laughs> wait for any kind of like verbal affirmation because he couldn't have because there wasn't going to be one. This is a very Donald Trumpy episode. Um, okay, and that's the end of the episode. Um, uh, Crystal, thank you so much. Uh, general thoughts on this episode before we move into the final uh, questions. Um, general thoughts are that the rap princess was robbed. She was robbed. We can all agree. <laughs> it's like the talent competition didn't even matter. But did we see Miss Vega 4's um, talent? Did we get to see that? I guess we it did. got ruined because of this chase for the Adam. Oh, well, maybe they were grading her on a curve. They were like, well, someone stormed on the stage during your talent. So, um, oh, okay. What does Bob Barker say when he wants to end the, finally end the pageant? He's like, let's get this, let's get this clown show wrapped up or something. I don't, I don't remember. It was a very weird year for the pageant. Okay. <laughs> Sort of like season eleven of Drag Race. Um, so Jinx, it's it's that season very special... eleven was that Crystal season? No, <laughs> season twelve uh, was. I'm a... so embarrassed that I didn't know Crystal's season for sure. But if I, the thing Crystal, is, Crystal, I'm is not I... joking when I say it. Season twelve is the best modern season of Drag Race. It's so good. Oh wow! And you're so great on Thanks. it. This is what I have to do to remember all the seasons. I have to start at the most recent one, and then I start with the winner. And and then I can remember the cast. It's like, I have to like piece it all together in my brain, you know? And I didn't have time to do that when I was introducing you. I, <laughs> I didn't want to be like, Crystal from season... Hmm. <laughs> yes. Twelve. <laughs> um, all right. Jinx, it's that very special time where you ask the question. Hey, hey, let me ask you something. Crystal, these are our compulsory questions we ask every guest. Question the first. Of all the Futurama characters, who would you do? Who would I do? Yes, have sex with. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what he's called, but (laughs) there's that episode where they eat those little shrimp-looking babies. Poplars. Poplars. (laughs) Yes. The king guy. Um, Lur. Ruler of the planet Omicron Percy I ate. Okay, I feel like I've learned so much about you in one (laughs) answer to a question. Is that like, are you looking for the human Earth equivalent of that in your your day-to-day life? Or is I have this a future already? Oh, you have yes. it. <laughs> oh. Ooh, la, la. Next time I'm going to read the Wikipedia for. article on our guests, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you going to start referring to um, him as Lur? From yeah, now that I know his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so question the second. Who do you most relate to on um, the Futurama roster? Um, I don't know. I always, when I was watching, I was always liked Leela, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I most like her. 
You're giving you me a lot of Amy, Amy right now. Amy. <laughs> okay, I am an Amy. I, I do so. like Amy too. I'll take it. I'll take it. Amy's the best. That's a good choice. And the final question is, now that you've seen this episode of Futurama, are you going to start watching more Futurama? Have we um, ignited something inside of you? It's on my little thing on Hulu now. It just it just kept playing, and I was like, okay, I'll just keep going. <laughs> Yay! Another convert. <laughs> See, this is why Futurama came back, because of this podcast and everyone watching it along with our podcast. I refuse to believe anything else. Our Crystal, fives I... of tens of audience members. <laughs> Crystal, I also have a question for you. Hey, hey, let me ask you something. Crystal... I also have a question of my own. You if... said that so many times. <laughs> Crystal, and you did the soundboard. Crystal, I know. I'm going into the segment again. We had to restart the segment. Crystal, my question for you. You have a rather cartoonish drag style. If you were to <laughs> embody Whoa! any of these characters in drag, which look would you turn? Who would you design yourself after? Um, I would try and look like that centipede woman with all the babies yeah, be <laughs> and fierce. the babies with the hair curler as well <laughs> yeah props 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 love yeah. props <laughs> crystal i have a question should i hit the button again yes please hey hey <laughs> let me ask you something i don't know if you've answered this a billion times in interviews already but where did you get the idea to do the mama bird regurgitation like did did like a muse whisper into your ear <laughs> i it's really it literally <laughs> we were doing the finale we got told we had to do it from home i got a some songs i could do and i literally just kind of saw it and said i'm gonna do that and throw up in my own mouth that was just like the just first thing that came up in my mouth in my brilliance. mind in my mouth <laughs> in your mouth. I loved it so much. And the expressions on your face while doing all of it, like while getting regurgitated into and while regurgitating, you sold every aspect of that um of wow. that number and I was just so goddamn impressed. And I thought for well, like I love hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, like, given the circumstances, it was just a very clever thing to do. <laughs> and I had the idea, and then um, I just was like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. And then the video was due at midnight <laughs> at some day, and I started filming at 11 p.m. <gasps> really? <laughs> and then my my tape was, like, six hours late, but... <laughs> I just stayed up all night. Oh, wow. That's like me in college. I would start like a six page paper at like 11. And I would, as I was writing it, I would be figuring out what my excuse was for it not being in by midnight. <laughs> you know what's a good tip? Okay. People, if you're in college, um, if you submit a like corrupted uh, document and you're just like, oh, that's my, that's Life my hack. final essay. You, there's a way to do it. I think you have to um, put certain, you can just put a bunch of random text, like percentage signs and pound signs. You can put all of that in there and just be like, oh, I don't know. You could convert it from a doc X to like a regular doc. And sometimes that fucks it up and they won't be, It's this is how you do it. You'll buy yourself an afternoon at least to finish <laughs> your paper or your drag race tape, whichever. 
I was a straight A student in college, but I went to acting college, so it's like <laughs> it's not a big flex. But um, <laughs> big flexo, big flexo. Anyway, that's the Me. end of the episode, <laughs> Crystal. <Bender. laughs> where where can where can our uh, uh, viewers go to find you? Uh, what do you have coming up? What are you excited about? Um, you can find me on the internet and <laughs> I'm finally traveling around the world. It's crazy. Yay! I'm going to Canada soon. I'm supposed to go to Mexico soon. I'm going to Australia, fingers crossed. So come see me. Yay, go Love see you. Crystal. Follow her on all the stuff. She's so yeah. funny and beautiful. It's at Crystal Method, spelt the way she spells it. Um, (laughs) um, is you know this is our first time ever exchanging human words together i i was really excited about booking you on this humble little podcast because i find you fascinating and i've known you longer than your daughter (laughs) (laughs) um have a wonderful day, everybody. Nick's the producer. He really should be like taking the charge of wrapping this up, but I guess we'll just keep exchanging pleasantries forever. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the podcast. It's super fun. That's it. Really good podcast. Uh, thank you, Crystal, so much for joining us. Everybody follow Crystal. Bye, Jinx. You're fine. Uh, you're all right. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow,